Hello and welcome to the Health by Matt podcast. I'm your host, Matt Wilkinson. I'll be giving you my insights into all things health and fitness and a few opinions on random news as well along the way. Let's get going. Hello guys and welcome back to episode 8. I apologise for missing uh, the initial slot that I was supposed to release this episode on, but I had come down with a bit of an illness. Um, Luckily it wasn't COVID-19, it was just a good old-fashioned cold um, flu, whatever you want to call it, man flu, or I'm just being soft potentially. Um, But anyway, I'm back, so let's just carry on I guess like nothing ever happened. In this week's episode, we'll be talking about how to make progress with limited equipment, Some people may or may not have been uh, back to the gym yet. Some people may be at home still or maybe just not certain about going back to the gym and a little bit fearful and a little bit unsure. So I'll talk about some tactics that you can employ into your home workouts um, or other options that you have that don't include a gym, basically, and the vast variety of equipment that is on offer at gyms. So how to make progress without a gym, essentially. I'll also touch on how to make progress Um, in a gym that might have actually got rid of some of its equipment that's harder to clean um, or how to kind of plan your sessions so you're getting as much from them in a gym where you might be limited with what you can actually get on. Um, You might not be able to use as much equipment as you would have wanted because of the whole cleaning and people in their own areas, so supersetting things, stuff like that might be a little bit harder. So I'll drop in some tips on um, getting the most from your uh, back from quarantine gym sessions as well. But first, we have a question from Phil. I believe he was on one of the very first episodes. It's a really good question, and there's a lot to delve into. So um, take it away, Phil, and see what you got to say. Is it possible to lose weight and build muscle at the same time? So this is a great question. It's one of those questions that never truly goes away. So I'm going to do my best that I can to try and kill this question so it never comes back. Um... Or at least doesn't come back for the people that listen to this podcast episode at least. But it's um, a really popular question. People ask it all the time. um, And maybe not always directly ask the question as well. It'll be something different. Whereas they say, you know, can I get my running speeds faster? Um, And will it help me lose weight? Which is the same thing. Is it that you're trying to gain something at the same time as lose something? Is that possible? I don't know. But... Let's dig in, let's start right from the um, the bottom of this and we'll build our way up and get a little bit more technical as we go. So I'm going to approach this question from three different angles. The first angle I'm going to tackle is the physical um, and the, the body aspect of it, if that makes sense. So is your body physically capable of building muscle and losing fat at the same time? So in order to answer this question, What we have to think of is everybody has a genetic potential for um, the maximum amount of muscle they are able to build over their lifetime um, for their frame, their build, their genetics. They will have a certain amount of muscle that they can build unless they take steroids or anything else on top of that, but we'll just not further complicate things and we'll just stick to the natural side of this. So let's say person A had could, sorry, build in excess of their normal body weight that if they didn't do any exercise, um, they could probably, with weight training, add, say, 30 pounds of additional muscle to their frame. That's their genetic potential, and that's the maximum amount of muscle, realistically, or around that number, they could build over their lifetime. 
and then the other side of it um, so we'll just say person A is a male um, for ease of the question and in response to Phil because I'm assuming he's interested for his own personal gain um, so males optimal body fat percentage and um, we'll say for we'll, we'll aim for the stars we'll say it's 10 to 15 percent we'll be uh, ambitious with our goal a little bit um, but I mean it can go a little bit higher than that and you can still be generally healthy and um, fit and athletic but let's say um, a number right in the middle of that will go 12% is the perfect amount of body fat that this person uh, wants to have. Stay with me on this. So this person A wants to get to 12% body fat and wants to add a maximum amount of muscle they can which is up to say around 30 pounds we'll say for this person. So if this person wants to know if they can build muscle and lose fat at the same time the answer is yes they can and their results um, and their progress towards building muscle and losing fat at the same time will be determined by how close they are to either of those goals. So if this person has already built 26 pounds of extra muscle, so realistically he can probably only gain another four, five, six pounds maximum um, until he'd reach his genetic potential. So he's already close to that that ceiling of the amount of strength and muscle that he can gain um, and he wants to lose body fat as well but he's already at 13% body fat now when you get really close to those goals on both ends of the building muscle and the losing fat trying to do both of them at the same time is going to take away from the other it's going to happen really slowly the progress um, because essentially trying to gain and lose at the same time is going to take away from either of those things you're trying to eat more calories to get these last few pounds of your genetic potential of muscle um, but at the same time adding those extra calories is just gonna keep that body fat there so whilst it's possible for this person the fact that they're really really close to their goals already this is not an optimal way for them to go if they want to um, be able to just max out their potential at this point. So I would advise against doing that at this point. Um, however, yes, it is still possible, but it might feel like you're actually not making any progress because it's gonna take that long doing things um, not an optimal way of doing. If we flip this on its head um, and we said this person had only built two pounds extra of muscle, they're really new to it um, and they were at 25% body fat, so the, the well overweight. They don't have to do a lot extra really um, with their diet, with their exercise in order to actually get these newbie gains because their body's gonna adapt really, really quickly because it's got a lot of ceiling space to actually progress through. You don't have to do a lot right at the beginning to actually progress. You have to do some things right, obviously, but at the beginning, just do some things better than what you were doing um, some basic things especially if you're coming from nothing and you will be able to build muscle and lose fat at the same time it's a hundred percent possible and it's actually probably advisable in my opinion for a beginner so the second angle that I want to approach this question from is the psychological angle um, now this is probably not most ways that a lot of coaches and PTs will go about it um, but I'm gonna go there why not so what does psychology and um, your physiology, how do they work together? Um, how is this actually going to have an effect on whether you can make gains and get shredded at the same time? Um, allow me to explain. Try and stay with me on this one because this one's a bit up in the clouds and it's a bit loopy-doopy, if that's a phrase that I don't know. 
So my first insight into the psychological issues is the lack of excitement with trying to do both at the same time. You might think that trying to gain muscle, trying to lose fat, I'm going to go for it, I'm going to do it all. You think that's exciting, you might think, oh yes, like I'm going to do it all, it's going to do it both, I'm going to get so many results, I'm going to look amazing. But the reality of trying to do them both at the same time means that both of them happen slower. Now if it's happening slower, after a few weeks of really putting in the graft, trying to be really meticulous with your calories as well as your training, that you're trying to lose that body fat and gain the muscle and trying to get everything absolutely perfect because you have to if you want to do both at the same time, it's really, really slow results doing both. If you do one thing, so if you concentrate on just losing the fat, you can be a little bit more aggressive with your tactics and just kind of think, eh, with my strength and building muscle, I'll just I'll aim to maintain or not lose as, as much as I can I can try. Um, I'll try and just hold on to some muscle, hold on to some size and strength, and I'll just really attack the fat loss thing for now. So if you did that and you were really aggressive with the fat loss, I can guarantee you would find that more exciting, you'd be more engaged with it, and um, because your results are actually going to come a lot quicker than if you do two opposite things that are going to slightly um, interrupt each other almost with your results. You can almost think of this like the metaphor of you're driving home from work, you hit a load of traffic, um, you sat in traffic, but you put in Google Maps to see if there's any alternative routes and it's still probably about the fastest route home. You've just got to sit in traffic, every red light, two cars getting through every time. But at the end of the day, that's probably about the same or meh, just about the quickest route home. And that's what it's like trying to build muscle and trying to lose fat at the same time. You've just got to be patient, forget the glamorous side of it, of getting really lean or just going for it and adding loads of muscle, doing a bit of both and gradually and slowly but surely working your way through that traffic till you get to where you want to. Now, the focusing on one thing at a time is the point where you're in that traffic and you decide to take a detour that's probably twice as long to get home and it might even take you a minute longer or it might take you two minutes shorter. You don't really know, but it feels like you're going faster. It feels like you're getting home quicker because you're driving, you're making progress, you're actually seeing changes in your body um, and it feels like you're getting those results quicker when the reality is it's probably not much different if you're doing things right. So psychologically, you need to think for yourself what tactics best suits your personality. Is it the going for it with the fat loss and then dialing it back and then going for it with the muscle building? Or is it just doing a bit of both, pushing the bow out a bit towards the muscle, a bit towards the fat loss and kind of just juggling them both at the same time? That's individualized, depends on your personality. You've got to figure that out for yourself. And then moving on from the psychological aspect, which I guess this is psychological as well, but it's more of the philosophical approach to this. Um, yes, you can be philosophical about getting shredded and making tons of gains, Jesus. So one of my favorite, favorite quotes um, of recent times, which is something that I do try to cling on to for myself, um, which I've been very guilty of doing the opposite of this for a long time is, you can do anything but not everything. If you allow yourself to be pulled in all these different directions, left, right, 
up, down, you know, forward, back, whatever direction it is um, in life. So whether that's fat loss, building muscle, trying to be good at cardio, trying to be good at the sports team, trying to play with your kids in the back garden and have the energy and taking the dogs out and going to work. And if you're trying to do all these things and juggle it all, you're probably not going to make much progress in any of them. You're probably just going to make a little bit of progress in some of them or most of them maybe. And you might get one that, oh, does a little bit better. You might get to 20% progress with that one. But the rest, you're sharing your 100% effort or energy and you're sharing that around the piece of the pie for all of them and each of them probably gets about 10 to 15%. So if you really dial this in now to the fitness aspect of it, if you're just focusing on everything around health and fitness about getting fitter, getting stronger, having better endurance, trying to get more shredded, leaner, trying to build muscle, trying to get stronger, trying to beat Eddie Hall's deadlift record, you're trying to do it all at the same time, you're not actually going to get that far or that close to any of those targets. You're just going to take maybe two steps in all those directions because you've only got so much energy you can use. However, if you just choose to select one or maybe two things that you really want to focus on, that you really want to put all your energy in, you can then give 80, 90, or even 100% of your energy to, depending on how invested you are. If you do that, say if you, rather than give 10% to walking the dogs and 10% to building your cardio and 10% to Eddie Hall's deadlift record and 10% to this, if you just decide sack everything else off i'll do a little bit of maintenance just to make sure i don't completely lose everything i've done there but if you go all in you throw all your money in on the building the muscle you will make maybe 80 percent progress and you'll actually make meaningful progress and then once you get there all you have to do then is just maintain that level and then you can then throw all your energy throw your cash your energy um, your time and effort into the next goal then rather than just spinning your wheels running around in circles and not really getting there um, anywhere in any specific target or um, any specific goal so to cap off this long answer to a very short question depending on what other things you have to commit to depending on your personality type depending on what your current shape and physique is and your training experience and current body fat percentage you need to decide whether you can share the eggs in your basket to a few different um, little baskets or whether you just need to cash every single one in towards one goal. Whichever one sits right with you psychologically, philosophically and um, physically as well with your body, what's going to make the most progress for you? Because at the end of the day, there's no point going slower and um, there's no point doing things inefficiently it only breeds frustration which then might lead to you never achieving those goals so it's very very individualized but yes you can lose muscle lose muscle <laughs> lose body fat and gain muscle at the same time in answer to the question and that was a long one wasn't it what my neck um so yeah i guess we better move on aren't we to the next part so we're talking about um making progress uh, with limited gym equipment or no gym at all for various reasons why you might or might not want to go back to the gym and um, things are still not back to exactly how they used to be how can you still make as much progress as you want to and how can you keep making them gains so the question is from sarah i think this is her third question of the uh, series so far it's another good question um, and i will just leave you with her now to get this question answered uh, question answered get this question questioned 
That's probably better if that makes sense. I don't know. Shut up. Here's a question. Can you recommend any at-home workouts with limited equipment? I'm just thinking in current circumstances, people may still be quite fearful of going to the gym or they might not actually be able to afford the gym or specialist equipment at the moment. Another good question. So depending on what your goal is, I can pretty much guarantee that you don't need any equipment. For 99% of people, you don't need any equipment. Now, it's not optimal to not have any, but you definitely don't need it for most people to get the results that they want to get, to get stronger, to get fitter, to get a bit leaner, build a bit of endurance and get all around a little bit more athletic, basically. Whilst you might not have as much weight as you'd like for a lot of the exercises that you want to do, you can get creative, use buckets, use toddlers and puppies for weights to add for your squats. If you can't get a weight that's challenging enough, just double or triple the reps that you're doing because believe you me, if you do three or four rounds of 45 to 50 squats in a row straight into some push-ups for as many as you can do, you're going to get the same effect and you actually are going to build strength. It's a little bit more boring than you know, getting a couple of plates on the barbell and doing eight, nine, ten reps or less, maybe even five reps, and it takes a little bit longer. And maybe it's a little bit more um, tedious, but you can 100% get the same results or close to. You've just got to do more reps, more sets, and you just probably got to spend a little bit longer exercising. The other option you can do um, to add a little bit more force and a bit more weight um, without adding more weight is make your exercises into more athletic movements with little jumps and um, little hops and you then get the added resistance from your body weight as it comes back down to the floor. So instead of squats, do light squat jumps. I'm not a big fan of doing loads of squat jumps. Um, people that have been following me for a while know I wrote a blog post about this a while ago which has disappeared somewhere. I don't know where that's gone. Um, <laughs> yeah. But there's nothing to stop you doing some squat hops where you get maybe an inch off the floor for the first 10 reps of a set of 30. So do 10 little squat hops and then once you land on that 10th rep, stay with normal squats, stay on the floor and do another 20, 25, 30 reps on top of that as quick as you can. Go a little bit faster as well, make those muscles work harder and power through those reps as quick as you can. Um, like I said though, it is definitely possible. I've done it myself over the last four months. It is just a bit more tedious, but if you want to get results and you're willing to put the time and work in, you've just got to adapt and um, almost, I don't know, accept that your workouts are just going to take maybe 5-10 minutes longer than usual to get similar results. Once you get that in your head and you realise that's the new normal, which, God, that phrase has been thrown around a lot over the last few months, um, it's just a case of just adapting um, and, and just getting used to it. I mean, you don't even have to do traditional gym exercises, squats, lunges, planks, sit-ups, press-ups, dips, pull-ups. Um, try something new. Touch wood. Sure. <laughs> We're never actually going to have to go through anything like this again in our life. <coughs> oh, God. There's, the, there's a chesty cough coming back. I wasn't lying about me now. Um, where was I? Um, we're not going to go through anything like this again in our lifetime. So almost treat this as a gym holiday. The gym's always going to be there, hopefully. Well, I'll say this now, don't I? I might be looking stupid in about six months when they've all closed down, but um, it's always going to be there. 
things will get back to normal eventually. It might not even be this year. It might be summer next year. You know, it might be two years, three years. Just try something different. Try running. Try golf. Um, health and fitness is not a treadmill and a squat rack. It's moving, getting your heart rate up, challenging, bod- challenging your body physically. Um, and building up your strength and endurance it's it doesn't mean it has to be a specific program so use this time just to try something different and you might be pleasantly surprised and you might you know uncover a hidden talent that you didn't know you have you might be really good at a sport or um, running really long distances or doing sprinting or it could be anything and you might not even be that good at it but you might just enjoy it and then you might actually think eventually i don't think i can be bothered going back to the gym and so be it you've essentially improve your life if you find something else that you enjoy more um, and even if you don't at least you can say um, that when you come back to the gym you actually appreciate it more and it might actually help you in the long run in the short run yeah you know you might have to give up a little bit of the um, progress that you've made in previous months but at the end of the day most of us hopefully are here for a long long time to come so this is relatively short term don't panic about it. Try something new or just try to keep up best you can bodyweight exercises and stuff like that. If however you are desperate to keep up your um, gym style health and fitness, strength and conditioning, endurance um, and maintain your muscle, there are a lot of different programs online. Um, that's the beauty of the internet. You can find whatever you want to find on there, good or bad. Um, for myself specifically, I have a 60-day glute, so it's basically a lower body plan, but it's a glute um, strength training exercise program. It's very, very minimal equipment. Um, a resistance band is advisable, but not necessary, and some dumbbells or hand weights that don't actually have to be that heavy. Um, that's on my website at www.healthbymat.com and you just scroll down half a page and that is there. That's really cheap, especially for um, two months worth of programming and you also have me on hand via email um, to help you out with anything that you might need help with. And it might actually be something that when you finish that 60 day plan, those two months, um, you might just want some tips and advice to point you in the next direction and you know where you want to go after that. So check that out if you want any more information on that. Drop me a line um, at mattwilkinsonuk at gmail.com or hit me up on Instagram. I'll be more than happy to send you an example workout. You can give it a try before you buy. Now, lastly, I just want to touch on if you've gone back to the gym and getting around different equipment's a little bit harder. It's just a really quick little tip that I wanna throw in. There's three quick tips that I want to share with you um, just to try and make your gym training a little bit more COVID friendly in gyms that are a bit harder to navigate now. First tip, rather than structuring your training program for the week based on body parts or certain things you want to do together, try and put them together based on equipment. For example, if you were doing um, an upper body day usually and then you do a lower body day and you were going to start your upper body day with a bench press and your lower body day with um, Bulgarian split squats, why not put them together on the first day? So you could do your first set of bench press, you're there on your rack, done your first set, 
have your pair of dumbbells next to you so you can just whack one foot up on the bench press and you can go straight into your Bulgarian split squats. You're still in the same zone and you've got all your equipment in that little area without having to walk around the gym um, and try and get onto your next bit of equipment. You can be there for those two first main exercises and probably get yourself three first 20-25 um, minutes of workout because they're your two main lifts. You could get through big majority without having to actually move anywhere really. Or another example like what I do, I am currently supersetting uh, front squats with overhead press. So I'll do a set of front squats because I'm training strength at the minute, I need two to three minutes rest. So in that time I switch my plates over. It's a bit of a faff, I'm not gonna lie, but so what? And back down to shoulder press weight, do that and then change it back. And by the time I've actually changed it all over, I'm pretty much ready to go. And I'm on the squat rack for a good 20, 25 minutes and then I'm done completely. And I actually don't need that squat rack again um, for the rest of the week because I'm probably using other bits of equipment for the rest of it. So try and pair exercises together and get creative and use the equipment that you have um, in order to group those things together so you can stay in one area of the gym. My second tip is group together all the exercises that you need a gym for and then group all the exercises together that you could do at home. Um, so instead of going to the gym three or four times a week, you might only need to go twice a week, but in those um, two sessions that you go, you're doing all your deadlifts, your bench press, your lat pull downs, your seated rows, um, incline dumbbell presses that have all the equipment. And then your home sessions is everything else that you programmed in. But you could do that at home because you've got a couple of dumbbells so you could do your walking lunges and um, you've got a pull-up bar at the park around the corner so just do your pull-ups at home and um, you don't need to venture into the gym and get booked in a time slot and um, you can do all that stuff at home planks body weight stuff why do you need to go to the gym to do that so try and group together the exercises for the, the gym needs or the, sorry that you need to do at the gym and then group together all the stuff that you actually don't need the gym for so you actually Two times at home, two times at the gym instead of getting to the gym every four times. And then tip number three, um, plan. <coughs> oh God, here we go <laughs> Oh God. <coughs> I can't, oh God. <sighs> I can't even be bothered re-recording that bit. Um, have a backup plan. So somebody might be doing the exact same thing that I've suggested in tip one and two. <coughs> oh, Jesus. There we go, glass of water. Wash that one down. Um, somebody might be doing tips one and two. So when you get to the gym, Kev over there, <laughs> he might have just started his um, shoulder press and front squat superset on the squat rack, which is the only squat rack that your gym might have. And he's going to be on there for 25 minutes. Do you want to sit around for 25 minutes in the gym when some gyms are operating on a booking scheme, so you might only have an hour in there anyway, rather than throwing your toys out the pram and giving evils to Kev, just plan a similar routine as a backup routine, as things you can do. So if you're going to do a overhead press and a front squat, but you can't get on it, go and find a bench and do some dumbbell shoulder presses and superset that with some Bulgarian split squats on the bench. Um, exactly the same movement planes, pretty much. Um, you've got your squat on your overhead press and you're getting the same, pretty much the same benefit from it, but you're efficiently getting through your workout. So yeah, that answers the question um, and a bit more and then some. Um, that brings us to the end of the episode. I have talked quite a lot in this one. 
uh, going forwards, I am going to try and get my uh, these episodes up to around 30 minutes in length rather than being a bit inconsistent at 17 and 25. I'm going to try and hit around the 30 mark most weeks where I can. Um, some might even go a little bit longer, but I'm not promising that yet. We'll, we'll not do that. So to conclude, if you want to build muscle and lose fat at the same time, yes, you can do it, but be warned, it is actually more boring than it sounds. You might be better off targeting one thing, being really aggressive with your fat loss, loving the progress you make. Once you've done that, tick that box off, go and gain some more muscle after it. It's up to you. It depends what sits right with you and what gets you the quickest progress to that end goal. Doesn't matter how you get there, long as you get there as efficiently as you can. And I'm still going to say it, don't worry if you don't want to go back to the gym just yet. You don't need to try something different, try something new or just work a little bit harder, be a bit more creative, or buy somebody's um, you know, training plan online. And if you have gone back to the gym, try one of my tips um, that I just mentioned at the end. Superset things, use the same equipment for the same things, don't go to the gym as much, um, or just have a backup plan really, and that's about it. You know, There's always a workaround, um, as long as you know your why, and you know what you're trying to achieve before you go into the gym or before you do a workout, you can just um, let the workout be led by that goal rather than just aimlessly going through exercises and machines that you want to use at the gym. Know what you're trying to achieve in each session, and it doesn't matter whether you're at the gym or in your back garden or whatever. Um, but yeah, that wraps it up, and that is the end of episode 8. So there's going to be some gradual changes over the next few weeks. I'm going to try and record a new intro, um, so we'll see how that goes, um, and a couple of new segments coming up as well, so keep an eye out for that, but apart from that, I'm going to show up now, because I've spoke for quite a long time today. Um, thanks for listening, and I will see you next week.